Welcome to another edition of the Gold Nose Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me and my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is May the 4th, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, First and foremost, the coronavirus rant. Uh, Just looking at some information from over the uh, weekend. They're saying that Friday was the deadliest day uh, in the United States. Uh, as far as uh, death goes, uh, 2,909 cases of people dying from COVID-19 in 24 hours. Um, again, the most uh, since this thing broke out. Uh, uh, so they're saying that easing restrictions and uh, reopening is what. Uh, led to this I, I I don't know man <clears throat> I seen a video down in Atlanta at the uh, restaurant called a varsity where some guy supposedly fell out dead um, I don't know what to make of it I mean social distancing is nothing to me because I really don't go nowhere anyway so you know I just, you know, I don't, I just go out, go to the store, get what I need, come back home. I've been living like that forever. So, um, it's not really that big of a thing for me per se, but you know, a lot of people have social anxiety and they just have to be around other people. So, I mean, it is what it is. Um, like I've been saying, man, you got to get on some kind of a vitamin supplement regimen. Um, you have to do your research on flu and respiratory viruses. Anytime that, um, you know, you feel like that you get gotten sick, you don't instantaneously get sick. You got a little bit of time to do something to, to fight the virus off if you're not like doing something to boost your immune system. So, um, the, that, According to information that I've read, the virus likes to go in through your nasal passages, sit in the back of your nasal passages and basically, you know, get stronger back there and then eventually go down the uh, esophagus into the lungs. And then that's how it spreads and does what it does. So what I do, I just get like a nasal rinse. Rinse out my nasal passages every day. Um, um, I got a humidifier. I put water and sea salt in the humidifier. I inhale that. Uh, Not a cure, but I mean, it's just preventative measures. And that's all you can do at this point. Take preventive, preventative measures. Do some vitamin C stuff. Do some steam. Um, because the steam loosens up the mucus and makes that mucus dissolve down into your stomach acid and therefore nothing 
you know, the virus, if it's not um, developed, it can't survive that stomach acid. I mean, that's what I've been doing, and I ain't had no symptoms. So, I'm not saying it's a cure. I'm not saying it's going to work for you. It's working for me, and that's it. Um, so, that's going to do it for the coronavirus rant today. Moving on to the second segment of this episode, which is entitled, um, I watched a replay of the Super Bowl yesterday. I had to relive the agony, the pain, and the play calling in that game was just horrific. We did um the San Francisco 49ers that is. You didn't take enough shots down the field and the one time you did take a shot with Emmanuel Sanders, you almost hit it. Um you 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 were doing a lot of lateral plays as far as running the ball and really what got you to that championship game the Super Bowl was running the football and you just didn't do that I don't care if they had 11 people in the box run the football and do play action off of that and get the ball to Kittle or at least try so um I don't know. I mean, the only bright side for me is that, you know, a couple of no's got rings. I want to say Cam Irving and uh, Derek Nandi got rings. So that's really the only bright side for me. Um, I don't think there's any other Florida State players on the 49ers, but at any rate, they lost. So, um,. I can't even remember now because I had to relive that pain last night. And then the uh, AFC, NFC conference trophies. This is all the same segment. I just want them to switch back to the old trophies, man. Because the ones they got now, the little, I don't know, metal strip football things. They just need to get rid of them and go back to the little plaques um, with the with the NFC logo on it those were classic i mean those actually look like something that you want to hold up the nfc and afc uh, trophies now look terrible please switch back if anybody listened to this podcast that got any kind of influence on anything please tell them to switch back to the old conference trophies um yeah so, um, but just to go, just to to um dive back to the Super Bowl, I'm I'm calling this Super Bowl replay nausea because that's basically what I was feeling last night. I wanted to throw up, or not last night, but yesterday, I wanted to throw up. All right, when when the guy intercepted Mahomes and they did their little celebration, even. When they re when when the Super Bowl was being being played live back in February, I was like, we they we gonna lose because they just going overboard with the celebration. You got nine minutes left in the fourth quarter. Why is you doing that? All you doing is hyping the other team up. And then you didn't even get any points off that turn that turnover. That was one. And then when uh when they started letting. Richard Sherman play man-to-man defense. This this guy has never, ever been a man-to-man corner. 
okay when you put him in zone cover three cover four hell even cover two he is a great player but you his his achilles heel his his kryptonite is man coverage historically even when he was at the peak of his game he could not play man-to-man coverage against anybody especially small receivers <clears throat> excuse me they had this man one-on-one with Tyreek Hill they had him one-on-one with Sammy Watkins what did you and that's you know what I'm saying this game is about matchups and they know Richard Sherman can't run he couldn't run when he was when he was the best corner in the league and I will say for a couple of years there he was the best corner in the league for for the scheme that they was asking him to run or to play in he was the best corner in the league but now I mean he he didn't really have a a a ton of great speed then he definitely doesn't have a ton of great speed now and you just can't put him in those situations So that was just bad defensive play calling along with some bad offensive play calling. So I'm going to leave it at that. I don't want to go down this rabbit hole with reliving the Super Bowl. So that's going to do it for that segment. Moving on to the next segment, which is entitled. Uh, Pat Watkins, uh, former defensive back for Florida State, one of my favorite players. Uh he was 6'5", 200 pounds 6'5", 205 to be exact uh, From Tallahassee uh, Drafted in I mean we had so much talent come through that That school in the early 2000s Man and we couldn't capitalize We didn't have no quarterback That was really it Chris Ricks and Drew Weatherford Ooh, Man So much talent <laughs> So much five-star talent to come through that school, man. Um, but um, 6'5", 205 from Tallahassee. Uh, he only played, let's see, he played three years with the Cowboys, 06 09. Oh, it's actually four years. So he played four years with the Cowboys and one year with San Diego Chargers, and then he went to Canada for, let's see, one, two, three, four years. And it looks like he's been out of the Canadian Football League for for four years. Um, he won the Grey Cup in 2012 and 2015. Um... He won He went to Lincoln High School Which again is a legendary high school For producing talent Um, You know he was a five star recruit Um, Six five This dude was six five Or is six five Two hundred eleven pounds at the time he ran a four four two at the forty yard dash, and he only went, he went in the fifth round, bro. Um, he 
His rookie year with the Dallas Cowboys, he had 38 tackles, three interceptions, seven pass defense. He became one of the tallest safeties in NFL history because he was seen. He was seen as a, a liability in ca- pass coverage. Uh, he lost his starting position and was limited with a uh, bicep injury. Watkins became a core special teams player as a gunner, leading the team in 2007 with 25 tackles. Also returned a blocked field goal, 68 yards for a touchdown against Minnesota in 2008. He was moved from free safety to strong safety, but he didn't demonstrate the tackle technique needed for run support. He finished with nine tackles after missing eight games with a neck injury. He was placed on injury reserve in 2009. So, that was his Cowboys career. I ain't going to sit here and read his whole career, but he was a pretty good player for us. And like I said, we had a great uh, whole bunch of talent come through the, the school at that time. I just wish we could have took advantage of it. All right. Hope you enjoyed that segment. Moving on to the next segment. Why can't, and that last segment leads really into this next segment. Why can't Florida State get top guys anymore? It's real simple. We suck. <laughs> <clears throat> you know, Cam Akers and Marvin Wilson was probably the last, you know, group of five-star recruits that we've gotten. I know we've had uh, Akeem Dent and Jaden Lars Woods would be, but it's just been, you know, it was just one star for those guys. And um, we're not getting, the, you know, the top. We're not getting top receivers or running backs like we were even four or five years ago. Um, I think I think Norvell can get us back to that. I think, you know, if he can come out here and go 9-3, and 8-4, and four, which I don't think is going to happen, then I think you'll see the talent come back. Um, but he's got to have that one year, and your team has to look competent in what they're doing. They have to be well coached. And then, and, and then again, you got to bring the money. And if the NCAA is opening up the floodgates so these kids can get paid, then – you know, you just look for the Alabamas, the Clemsons, the Oregons, the schools with money. Excuse me, the schools with the money. It's going to be even worse. So, um, that's going to do it for that segment. And the last segment kind of leads into this next segment. Does virtual coaching work? I'm going to say no, it doesn't. I mean, you know. Just from a guy that used to play sports, you know, most most players don't even want to hear their coach talk. <laughs> Just want to come out there, get through practice, and go home. But, you know, I can't really relate to this day and age, so I can just give a, an opinion on it. You know, if I'm if I don't have to practice and I'm at home, you know, and the only time I have to see my coach is through Skype or whatever video conferencing, whatever you use, then you know it is what it is. So I'm gonna just say no, virtual coaching doesn't work. But again, that's just me. 
I'm not a professional athlete. That's just my opinion. So it is what it is. Uh, that's going to conclude this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. Be safe. Be kind. Be courteous. Be mindful of your surroundings. Do your research on flu and respiratory viruses. Um, and, you know, that's it. And as always, go nose.